You already know what it is. What's good, everybody? Hi, listener, friend, friend, listeners. Welcome back what to up, what, up? what in Color, the dopest black woman po- hosted podcast for the preeminent Wheel of Time series. That was my little ode to Michael Jackson. <laughs> I am Kiva. And I am Shar. Jumbo. Jumbo, my sister. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Good to see you. Uh, Another week. Another week. Another show. This is episode 12 for us. Yo, we have really done 12 episodes. 12 episodes. This is insane. And I don't know what the equivalency would be, but I feel like we got a toddler. Yeah, I think we have a toddler. Mm -hmm. I think we have a toddler. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 12 episodes. And we do this by week, right? So Mm -hmm. this has been, and including episode zero, so this will be our 13th week. We got to start celebrating some milestones. Like we once we hit like do. six months, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Definitely our first anniversary. We definitely oh, got to go might, in. We might have to throw us a little party or something. A little party or something. Yeah, or whatever. But definitely. So we launched in February. So August will be our six month anniversary. And you know what? If we keep going on the schedule that we're going, uh-huh. we'll be finished with this book. So it's taking us six months. Yo. Just to read one damn book. I'm slightly embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> that is not my reading average. Oh my I gosh. promise you. Six months for one book. I literally could have finished this book in a week. And I am... I don't know about a week. This book is pretty thick. Well, it, is, it also reads fairly swiftly in some point. You know what? You're right. And that's why I ate these books up when I first got them. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's not like a textbook, right? Like, you right. give me this and we're talking about quadratic equations. Well, it's going to take me a while. Math is kind of my jam, so... It ain't my juice, honey. I... But you know what, though, was interesting? And mm. sorry, listener, friend, friend, listeners. I, I love math, but I don't like reading math in a textbook. So... <laughs> like, you have to teach like teach it to me yeah. and let me work out the problems myself mm-hmm, and let mm-hmm. me learn it, and I love that. But if you say, read chapter so-and-so yeah. to learn how to do something, I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm-mm, that's not how I learn. That's somebody teaching you, though. That's the book teaching you how yeah. to do... Mm-mm. You need. I need you to talk to me so I can get, ask questions and say, wait, so do you mean... And I need you to, you know... Right. No, I'm the same way. You know, and explain it because sometimes things can get explained in more than one way. Right. And the book is only explaining it in one way. Yeah. So... Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't ask the book to be like, so tell me that again, but Break differently. Break it down like I'm four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sorry y'all. Y'all know how we do. If you if you've been Listen. here for the other eleven episodes, <laughs> then you know how we do. We definitely go off on tangents. Listen, right. I'm really geek that last week lesbian. Oh, what a special guest! Came. Oh my gosh, we have been crowned. Have joined we're us. official. Yeah, light tissue. Yes, I just feel like we're in a we're an official. What podcast? Yeah, and the list of things that you can tell us has literally shrank by like fifty percent. <laughs> <laughs> and included yes. on that list is nothing. So don't get don't get don't get cute. Now we not had we not had lesbian nerdy. We have Jason Denzel as a Patreon subscriber. Yes, how dope is that? First like, of all, how do we have what celebrities supporting listen, us financially? Listen, <laughs> like what? wild incredible so incredible we're gonna be teaching you girlies a thing or two soon as soon as we can figure <laughs> out sound hi everyone ah. 
<laughs> Until then, thank we you so there. much, my we friend, my listener, friend, friend, listener. Yeah, one day this slipshot operation is gonna be. We're gonna yo one day. <laughs> we're just gonna shock everybody. Everybody's gonna be like, be "Wow, like, that what? audio was so crystal clear." Because so we're awesome. in a professional studio, right? We have arrived. <laughs> all right, we have an engineer in the back. <laughs> right, right. I mean, we kind of we kind of sounding good now. We, do. you know, <laughs> well, you what's know. up, Ruark? How you doing? We got friends who know things in high places. Yes, yes, and they like to help us and stuff which yes. we we appreciate everybody listen every All last support, one of you everyone who listens yes. everyone who subscribes to our patreon everyone who tells someone else about this podcast yes um we really really we are humbled yeah by the amount of support from everywhere and and i got something special for y'all Uh-oh. are y'all ready Uh-oh. are y'all ready all snap what is that a sound effect that is a sound effect what get the f- out of here listen listen i bet y'all wasn't Shut expecting the that door <laughs> y'all wasn't expecting that wow <laughs> So we yeah. got the we got the clapping sound effects. We got some. We got some. Now we not saying we have all sound effects. We don't. Unfortunately, fortunately, <laughs> air horns a la Kiba is still a thing. <laughs> yeah. So you still will be hearing your <laughs> right, right. So turn your volume down. <laughs> keep it, keep it low. You've been warned. I think a nice three. You know. <laughs> right, 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 right. So I just want to, as always. Special thank you to our patrons, mm-hmm. Shelly, TT78, Charlie Edmonds, Asha Kova, Anya, April, George. Oh, hold on. We got something for that. Keep oh. going. Oh, hey, Keep hey, going. hey. Jason Denzel, Iman, Spencer, <laughs> <laughs> Steven Reese Carter. Screaming spud monkey. No, we can't do that for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we'll be here all night. <laughs> DT. Light blinded fool. Leia. Woo! Yes! <laughs> With our two little music spots. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh god, I'm dying. I'm dying. Malkir talks. Woo! Oh, come on, hold on. <laughs> come on, keep it going, keep it going. This we can do. Yes, we can. These are our friends right Hi. here. And his beautiful fiance. Oh. Bain and Chia. Hi, Bain and Chia. <laughs> oh my god. Jason's Lord. Yes. Dr. H. Oh. Hey, Dr. H. <laughs> she make it go louder for hubby. She made it go louder Ooh, for hubby. My fingers getting tired. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Ooh. Rob Christensen. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> you should have never gave us this. Now we don't know how to act. Miss <laughs> K. Hey, girl. Melissa J. Hi. Goat Brother. Woo-hoo. Mistress W. More Shady. Yes. Lumen. Koala Sadai. Yes. Koala Sadai. <laughs> oh, Radio Thank you, y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my God. I'm saying thank you with the hand. I love that. 
<laughs> Y'all, that was fun. We don't know how to act right now. <sighs> we got things if you can't hear. <laughs> we don't know how to things. act. Can you imagine? We're not going to always have things. Right. We may not always have things, but right, right now we got things. So today. while we got things. On today. <laughs> on today, we got things. So while we got the things, we're going to use it. Somebody? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god somebody yo this is cracking me up because I don't I never know when she's gonna press the button so he <laughs> should've never oh gave us god. the thing. yo I swear Kiba's like a kid with a new toy <sighs> finger in oh, the air oh, in the air <laughs> and you can wave like you just don't care just stop pressing the damn buttons <laughs> we ain't never gonna get through this show no nope, nope. never yo we have some chapters to talk about no we do it's two it's two chapters two of them two. all right oh and if y'all okay. still here <laughs> sorry if you stuck around <laughs> thank you <laughs> but we are talking today <laughs> We are to, we are going to talk about chapters twenty three yes and chapters twenty four all right <laughs> let's get into it oh Ooh, my I goodness to press the button in that moment I'm I know sorry. you did I know you did so we going we going to get into it um when we when we last left our <laughs> our folks uh, last week so last week we found out that Nynaeve can channel and she was like all right no doubt I'm using my channeling against Maureen. <laughs> Right. Now we must fight using the one power. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And then we had a Perrin chapter, which was very short, but the entire chapter was him thinking (laughs) (laughs) about what to do. And uh, him and Egwene have decided uh, they're going to trick the Fades and the Fades expect them to go to Whitebridge, but they're just going to go straight to Camelot. Mm -hmm. That's how we ended that. And so now we pick up with chapter 23, which is called Wolf Brother. The symbol is a wolf. Mm-hmm. And do you remember your prediction about men's viewing? Because this is a parent chapter. Which one? Which prediction about men's? Men's viewing of parents. She saw a wolf. Yes. And you said, you basically said that the wolf is parent's spirit animal. Uh, yeah, I did. I did say that. See, like this that. is my problem. I don't be remembering. Yeah, I can't find it. Did I type that? I, I did. actually type that. I did say that. Did I type? Listener from front listeners. I know you heard me say it. So whether she has it written down or not, I did say that that was going to be like his. Like, yeah, you said that. Because I also remember going, I'm really sorry to native listener from front listeners because I feel like that might be offensive. You did say, say that. You to say spirit say animal. That. And I don't know the another terminology to use in its place, but that might be his. His animal representative. <laughs> right. If that makes it any better. <laughs> did I delete something? Yo, I can't find Uh-oh. it. Anyway, yes, yeah, that's what you I said. Did say that. I did you say said that, that. Um, the wolf is parents' spirit yeah, animal. Yeah, thank you for that reminder. And so, so let's get to it. We'll get we'll get to that. Yes. So in this chapter, mm-hmm. we're with Egwene and Perrin. They decide to take turns riding Bella because Egwene insisted. I was like, they didn't decide nothing. Yeah, honey. so Egwene decided. <laughs> And Perrin is frustrated. Perrin was Mm -hmm. like, leaders and stories don't have to put up with this shit. Right, right. (laughs) So they kind of running low on they uh they they bun and cheese. 
<laughs> and they hard dough bread. You know, they mm. have very, very, very little food left. Not a lot of luck catching rabbits. Perrin catches like one rabbit and then like, that's it. They had no food mm-hmm. for the rest of their days. <laughs> Egwene tries to make a fire <laughs> using a one power, but she sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Perrin is worried. It's like, yo, don't, don't ever do that again. Just, just don't. And Egwene is like, yeah, fuck you. I'm going to try every night. Every single time. Every single night. <laughs> every chance I get. During their travels, they never see a village or any type of civilization. They just like in woods. Just in the woods. It's wild. Crazy. So after about two days, they start smelling some food. Yo, you ever come like... Um, so like living in an apartment building, my apartment oh, building. baby. I get off the elevator or come out the staircase because I only live one flight up and I smell everybody's dinner. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I can almost tell like, oh, they frying chicken. Yep. You know what I'm mm-hmm, saying? Mm-hmm. So, so that's what happened. You want to knock on their door. Right. You want to be like, hey, you got so room for that, one more? Is that catfish? I'm right. smelling some collards. Right. <laughs> so they... They come up on this dude and Perrin goes to look first to make sure it's not a trollop cooking up some humans. But it's a dude and he got like six rabbits on the spit (laughs) and dude looks strange. He wears animal skins for clothing or whatever. So dude's name is Elias Machera and he like, yo, son, I know you hungry, Perrin. So you and your homegirl, y'all need to just come here and eat. Um, He lets them know he's been watching them for two days. Perrin is bugging because he notices Elias has yellow eyes. Mm-hmm. He tells they tell him, you know, they're going to Camelin. Elias is like, yeah, y'all never making the Camelin. Y'all just gonna be in the <laughs> woods forever in the direction y'all headed. Egwene was like, well, we're gonna ask directions, right? Elias is like, yeah, from whom? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the desert, y'all just y'all wouldn't have ran into nobody. The path that they went on would have kept them in the wilderness. So Egwene was like, well, you show us the way, Elias. Mm-hmm. And he's like, nah, I don't fuck with people. <laughs> so. Cities have people, so I don't go to cities. And besides, people don't like my friends. Then all of a sudden, four wolves just roll up mm-hmm. and sit down at the fire like like that shit is normal. Mm-hmm. So Bella starts bugging out. Mm-hmm. Egwene is like, are they tame? Elias is like, girl, are you dumb? Who taming wolves? Right. <laughs> you might could dance with them a little bit, but you ain't, you ain't taming them, baby. Did you say dances with wolves? I did. Shout, Shout out, out to that movie. <laughs> <laughs> So Elias begins to explain basically that they're not pets. They're not tame. You can't tame wolves. But he said he can communicate with them mm-hmm. after fashion. Mm-hmm. And these four wolves actually have names. Mm-hmm. But they're not like really names. It's more of like descriptions. But mm-hmm. so they're Dapple, Burn, Hopper, and Wind. And um, he explains that people, when they found out that he could communicate with wolves, they thought he was touched by the dark one. Mm-hmm. Then he also says, yeah, the wolves say that you could talk to wolves too, Perrin. Mm. What you think about that? So mm-hmm. Perrin is like, yeah, Elias is 730. <laughs> so Elias is like, all right, y'all going to Camelin, but what the fuck y'all doing in the woods? So they tell him this lame ass story that they had come up with. That they practiced. <laughs> they- that they rehearsed. Right. And that was they, all that time. It, it was the food delivery. Two days. They had two days. They had two days. With no more butter and cheese left. Bruh. And they came up with the story. And so Egwene tells the story. And Elias was like, yo, Dapple said you lying. <laughs> Like one of the wolves was like, nah. And they don't like when you lie. <laughs> and it was like she smelled half men and trollocs in, in your minds as you told the story. Yo, so that's finally wild. So then they start growling. Mm-hmm. Right. Finally it was like, so they was like, all right, all right, all right, all right. We're gonna tell you the truth. So they tell the truth and they tell the whole story. Um Perrin leaves out the part about the dreams that, mm-hmm. that him and Matt and Rand had mm-hmm. um in Bear Lawn. 
And so Elias was like, damn, I don't be fucking with Aes Sedai. And y'all shouldn't either. <laughs> right? And um, then he talks about how the Reds wanted to gentle him for his ability to talk to wolves. And here's something that I noted, and I wanted to know what you what you thought about uh-huh. this. Um, he told them to their faces. They were black, Aja. Served the dark one, I said. And they didn't like that at all. Did you notice that? I have it noted. Yes, I do. Excuse me while I traverse to it. Um, yes, so he said, I don't hold with the Aes Sedai, the Red Aja, those that like hunting for men who mess with the one power. They wanted to gentle me once. I told them to their faces they were black Aja, served the dark one. And that's all I highlighted. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, so the Red Aja mm-hmm. are the ones who be out here hunting for men to, to gentle that mm-hmm. have the power. And then the black Aja are... I Sedai that served the dark one. I thought that was quite interesting. Interesting, right? This is the first that we're hearing. Yeah. I don't think we've ever talked about Black Aja. No. Yeah. Which makes me really sad because I initially thought I wanted to be Black Aja because I like Because Black. Because Black. black. Because Black. You're damn right. Yeah. But so like now. But we're purple. You know, it ain't no better color other than Black, really. But you know. Yeah. We're, the hip, we're hip-hop we're the hip-hop to die. We don't really get involved with those things. We just spit high 16s and look fly. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so I was like, okay, so now I'm starting to get an understanding of the Ajas mm-hmm. and their colors and what their specific colors mean in terms of their duties and responsibilities to the world. The world, <laughs> right. So that made me immediately think of Martin Warren. Okay. And I was like, so she's out here looking for three boys Mm -hmm. of which she believes they have the potential to channel, right? Because the dark one is looking for them. Mm -hmm. So she's red Aja. She's down with the red ones. I feel like you said, did you say that already? Well, I didn't. No, you didn't. Did I? Yeah. I was like, I don't remember knowing. No, you didn't. You said that Egwene would choose red or something like that. You said somebody would choose red, but I don't think you said. Wait, did I say red? Did I know that the what the colors were? Because I think I, we've only heard about the red. We haven't heard uh, okay. any other color Aja until now. Yes, because I believe that one of my predictions was that Egwene and I and I have it rewritten again, but it's jogging my memory that Egwene was going to join the red Aja and it was going to be her duty to gentle Rand. You also mentioned green too. I don't know where we heard green, but you said Rand's mom is a green Aja Aes Sedai. Well, did I? You now did. I gotta go That's to the glossary. Well, see, we told you stay out the glossary, right? Well, no, I don't even know what that means. We told you to stay <laughs> out the glossary. Don't go in the glossary. Don't go in the glossary. Okay, I'm gonna close my book. I don't remember saying that she was green Aja. You did, because I wrote I put it down in a prediction. I don't even remember what But green I think Aja back means. then you were still reading a glossary. Yeah. Um so okay, you said Egwene, out. So you said Egwene will join the red Aja mm-hmm. when they get to Tarvalon so that she can heal Rand from his taint and impending death. I did say that. Rand is able to channel naturally. Yeah. That was episode six. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't six. I don't I guess lucky for this process, I don't remember what the green Aja does. Cause I feel like once y'all were like 
particularly after Jordan Con, yeah, everybody's we like, like Bitch, don't tell read me it. the glossary, which I still <laughs> disagree because it's there for a reason. RJ put it there. Yeah, but let's just enjoy the text. Let's just, but just did y'all, figure it out. Did, did you not read the glossary I read during the glossary. your time? Okay, I so why that. can't but I read the glossary? How about this though? Okay, I, I hear you. Okay, but, However, mm, another word Yes, and. Yes, oh, and. Sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, and. I didn't have the luxury of being able to talk these books out in detail. You could have talked to yourself. You could have had a great conversation with yourself. Seriously. And who would have offered differing opinions to myself? Where is my hill so that I may plant my flag? You're going to die on it? I'm not dying (laughs) on nothing. I'm just going to plant my flag. Yeah, so I had the glossary. You have a whole freaking podcast okay, <laughs> as well, your first time. So, I mean, these books are twenty and I and, seven and years I didn't old. have anybody like, hey, Sharnice, pay attention to this. Hey, Sharnice, mm-hmm. pay attention to that. I didn't have that. I was just by myself reading these books. And, these books and are thirty. What what year are we in? Twenty twenty thirty three years old. Yes. Do you think you was gonna have a podcast? Like, come on, like, come on. That's well, not. Well, I didn't start reading it in nineteen ninety. Okay, were podcast out when you were reading these books? No. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. Like, that's not fair. That's not fair. I should be able to utilize all the resources that are available to me, including the glossary. But I don't like to be called a cheater. I started reading 20 years ago. Yeah, it's, yeah. Yo, I started reading 20 years ago. Mm Mm-hmm. 2003. So I will will literally stay out of the glossary because I don't like to be called a cheater. And now, because I don't go into the glossary, I don't remember what was in there and what I read. So I don't remember what the green Aja does or why I would have said that. But now we're back with confirmation of the red Aja because I totally forgot that too. And um, yeah, yeah. so we remembered that the red Aja gentles. Yes. And Egwene is going to be red Aja. And so you said Egwene was going to be red. Yeah. You said that back back Mm -hmm, then, mm -hmm. back then, back then. Okay. Any more thoughts about the black Aja that served the dark one? Um... It brings me back to the conversation where we were discussing about how being an Aes Sedai just exposes who you are, mm-hmm. right? Like, if you're mean, you're going to be a mean Aes Sedai. If mm-hmm. you're, you know, all of the all of the words, right? You're, mm-hmm. you're just going to be that as an Aes Sedai. And so I fully believe that there are evil, I'll say, in the context of the world, right? Mm-hmm. Evil people or evil women, right, as Aes Sedai, mm-hmm. who, who have the ability to channel, who become Aes Sedai, who just become more evil mm-hmm. once they've trained and become Aes Sedai, who are just like, now nah, I want to do harassment right with my friends. I want to go, you know, flip taco trucks and kick kittens into pools. And so they they serve the dark one. So I I believe that that's a that's a possibility that there is a black Aja that you know. Do you think they openly serve the dark one? Do you think no, they ain't walking not. around like I'm black Aja, bitch? No, that's that's like that's like Fight Club. You don't talk about it. You don't talk about it. You don't talk about the Fight Club. So it's like like a secret society. It's like a secret society. So then let me ask you a follow up question. Of course. So we know that. Tarvalon is where all all the Aes Sedai where they live. Mm-hmm. So since this Black Aja is not is not something that's out in the open, mm-hmm. does that mean that we have Aes Sedai of whatever Aja, other color that are secretly Black Aja? Huh? Say that again. So it's like okay, I'm a red Aja, mm-hmm. right? As everybody knows me mm-hmm. as a red, but on a low, I'm actually black. 
you think is that's how it is then? If they got to be secret. Yes and no. Because how can they be? Yes and no. Yes and no. Okay. Right. So I believe that there are some underhanded or double-sided or conniving Aes Sedai who are like, yes, I am going to be a part of the Red Aja. Mm -hmm. And they're like, the whole time, they're just like, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Is that the Black Aja laugh? (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know, cooking up, you know, destruction from within, right? right? And then on the other hand, I think Becoming an Aes Sedai is a process, right? We know that. Mm-hmm. It's a you have to go to Tarvalon, you have to be trained. Uh-huh. There's some kind of I'm I'm I, I envision some kind of exam, kind mm-hmm. of multiple choice question test, mm-hmm. something that they have to It's like the SATs. Right. Like they have to do something, <laughs> right? They gotta like, I don't know, jump through a hoop of fire. I don't know. They have to do something, right? Mm-hmm. Before they can become Aes Sedai, an Aes Sedai mm-hmm. right? And so I feel like what happens to people who don't pass that test? They've still got all the training. Mm-hmm. They still have all the abilities. Mm-hmm. But they just, for whatever reason, wasn't like steadfast, right? Like they couldn't like make it through their exam or whatever. Mm-hmm. What happens to them? They don't, just, be- they don't become Aes Sedai. They don't become Aes Sedai. Right. So they couldn't be a part of the Black Aja. Because Ajas are of Aes Sedai. Okay, but if... I'm gonna say they be perping. I'm oh, gonna say they so, be perping. So they up in these streets wearing letters and, and, and they, they ain't got cross. no paperwork. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, got it. Mm-hmm. Got it. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. I mean, that's you know, they're a, a genuine. I mean, they're not. It's the Black Aja, right? They're serving the Dark One, so it's not like there's a specific, you know, letter of recommendation you have to obtain <laughs> to, become, to, to become, become a Black, black. Aja, right? Like you can. You just gotta you be could, evil, right? You could. You just gotta. Blood off, you in, you oh, out. Snap. Blood in, blood out. That's it. So like, what's <laughs> up? So like, <laughs> so you know, um, if you don't pass your test, it's you know, like you still have all of the ability. Come, mm-hmm. come, you. If you tired of your aja all in the video, <laughs> all in the videos. <laughs> come to not death sh- row. Come, you know what I'm saying? Come to the de- the black aja. So, so, so Suge Knight is in charge of the black aja. You know, baby, <laughs> baby. But they secret, so nobody, like you said, mm-hmm. they not out open. <gasps> I just had this w- asinine prediction. I love that. Let me get my pen. Oh wait, my wait, wait a second. You gonna hear this? You gonna hear this paper? Y'all what hear the paper? if? I'm gonna write down. Wait, wait. Don't start yet. Okay. What if? What if? Okay, go ahead. And if this is a twist that happens, mm-hmm. I'm going to personally drive to RJ's grave and high five his tombstone because, bitch, <laughs> that would be that would be the twist. I like twist of all twists, all right. baby. Let us have it. Let us what have it. What if Moraine is actually a black Aja? Moraine. Yo. Because she says, right, every time somebody asks her, what do you want with the boys? What are you doing with the boys? What's going on with the boys? Every single time her answer is, the dark one wants him. And uh-huh. what he wants, I oppose. Okay. So, like, I low-key feel like that's a, that's a, that's. You think she lying? You think not even that she's lying, but she's not being. But like, I feel like somebody who was like, for for me, and I understand we've talked about this before. Where it's like it's a fire. Come on, we got to get up and go. Right. But like, also like, come on, like I'm gonna explain on the way, right? Like, for example, 
when we were at Jordan Con, mm-hmm. <laughs> you had to wake me up very, very early in the morning. And by early, I mean like eight. <laughs> yeah. I'm the morning person. I am not. All right. <laughs> I will sleep till 945 and, and for a 10 o'clock meeting if I'm in the host hotel. But anyway, <laughs> I, all I hear is you go, wake up. It's a fire. And I'm like, <laughs> sure, I sure did. <laughs> like, Yo, shout out to everybody who experienced the... <laughs> The fire drill that we had at JordanCon. Because, baby. I was so regular, too. Like, yo, yeah, she so. literally was like, yo, wake up. It's a fire. It's a fire. Like, because I ain't smell no smoke. Right. Or nothing. I'm like, really? They making this? They make the announcements. Everybody could come outside. I'm like, oh, God. Right. I and all that. And I am fully asleep. I am in, in, in an REM. Full REM. Right? Right. Full REM. <laughs> and she's like, yo, wake up. It's a fire. And I'm like, <laughs> What? Okay, I got questions. What do you mean it's a fucking fire? Is it a fire in the room? Is it right. a fire in the hallway? Right. Do we have to go out the window? Like, right. what's the plan? Is it smoke? Where's the smoke coming from? Right. And you're just like, I don't know. Come on, put your shoes on. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So urgent, right? Right. So I'm like, okay, I'm gauging her reaction. She's like collecting her purse. Yeah. And she's like, like yeah, I'm going to need that. And then when she's walking out, but we're having a conversation on the way out. Right. So we're like, is it on our floor? Is it on the floor below? Does it make sense to take the steps? We can only take the and steps. And other people and... are leaving their rooms too, just as confused. Right. <laughs> so we're having a conversation along the way. Right. You get what I'm saying? Right, right, like, right. Like, your intentions were not to scare me or... Right. So you're saying because Maureen was so secretive yes. and didn't All just share. She says the same thing every single time. And when you're lying and you got to stick to your lie, you say the <laughs> same thing verbatim every single time so you don't get caught up. Right. The dark one wants them. And what the dark one wants, I oppose. And that's her lie that, that she's that's sticking to. That's the one to. line. That is, that is a direct quote. That's a so point. I'm like, yo. So let me ask bruh. you this: We've been told that Isadai cannot lie. Did we? Yeah, they said that they don't. They don't lie. They can't lie. But the truth you hear may not be what you may not be. Whatever. Mm, I don't know. I got. I don't remember that part. Yeah. <laughs> that remember, would still be a so great... remember way back when when Tam. Oh, was like and all right. Tam was like, I need to hear verbatim. Yeah. Tell me what she said verbatim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, yeah, yeah. He said it said that Isadai can't lie. And it said. But the truth that, you know, that they say may not be what you, what yeah. you, do. you may not be mm-hmm, hearing mm-hmm. it, you know, you know, they, they, they're good with their words. Mm-hmm. So the words that they say are true words. The statements that they make are true statements, mm-hmm. but your perception of it may be something different. Mm-hmm. You may infer something from what they say. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe they'll let you believe what yeah. you believe they said. Yeah. Yeah. Even though it's not what they said. Damn. <laughs> yeah. So does that apply to all Aes Sedai? Because I'm like, if the if the black Aja is out here serving the dark one, mm-hmm. do the rules really apply to them? Mm. You know what I'm saying? So like, I don't know, fam. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But I don't know, fam. I don't know, but that would be a great twist. Mm. That would make me go, White and Color lives on another season. Oh, snap. Because <laughs> now continue. I got to know. Now I got to know. <laughs> all right well yeah. let's continue we yeah, still yeah. we didn't get through this chapter yet so elias is explaining that uh talking to wolves has it has nothing to do with the one power that it's an old thing as old as time itself and they talk about that a little bit and finally elias suggests like all right y'all need to just roll with us and the wolves just on some safety shit mm-hmm. and after some hesitation 
they agree. And the chapter ends with Perrin feeling it's weird. It's like now that he's been told that he could talk to wolves Mm -hmm. all of a sudden now he could feel, he said, you know, he could feel the wolves leaving Mm -hmm. where just five minutes ago, Mm -hmm. (laughs) he didn't didn't know. And then he, the last thought that he, he, he felt a thought come from burn Mm -hmm. of hatred and the taste of blood. And that's how the chapter ends. That's interesting that you bring that up, right? Where it's like, he was fine five minutes ago. And then right. all of a sudden, you tell him he could dance with the wolves. Right. Or, or talk. Talk with the wolves. <laughs> and now, all of a he's sudden. He's not Kevin and, Costner. Right. No, he's not. <laughs> and now, all of a sudden, you know, he's out here with the little, you know, well, I'm gonna eavesdropping you on their conversation. I'm going to tell you something. It's the, 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 the mind is such an interesting thing. Oh, yes. I it, I'm gonna share a little bit. So when when I'm on my menstrual cycle, okay. when I get it, mm-hmm. right, I'm good all day, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right. And then I go to the bathroom and I'm like, oh, see a little bit of blood. Okay, mm-hmm. hello menstrual cycle. Mm-hmm. Soon as I see it, what happens? You start cramping. I start getting cramps. I was oh. just fine five minutes ago. I wasn't feeling any cramps or anything. Yeah. But as soon as I'm consciously aware of the fact that I am on my cycle, mm-hmm. then my it's like my body catches up with my mind. Mm, and, that's interesting. And at least that's what happens with me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure other. I, I know. I know. I've spoken to women who said that you know they know when their cycle is coming yeah. because they start cramping before. Yeah, yeah. I don't cramp before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't start cramping until I see blood. And once I see blood, it's mm-hmm. like, ha! You got your period. And now I'm like, oh, I don't feel good. So you, so that brings me to a theme that I didn't even write down. So this is going to be off the cuff theme, right? But it's like this idea of mind over matter, mm-hmm. like which is more influential, right? right? Like I like to think, right? And I like to say that I'm very astute when it comes to like listening to my body mm-hmm. and knowing what my body needs. Mm-hmm. Um, now, providing my body what it needs is always a different story, mm-hmm. right? But um, it also comes down into like that willpower a little bit. But if it's a thing with you, right, where you're like, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. Oh, my cycle, you know, mm-hmm. I am I am consciously aware now that my cycle has started. Mm-hmm. And now my body's like, because my mind knows, now my body mm-hmm. is reacting to that. As opposed to somebody like me who's like... I feel like this week Mm -hmm. my cycle is going to come. Mm -hmm. I'm feeling the changes. I was so like keen and, you know, TMI convo now, right? But I'm so like keen to my body Mm -hmm. sometimes that I can like feel ovulation, Mm -hmm. you know? And I'm just like, ah, okay. It's it's on my left side this time. Mm -hmm. I'm feeling, right? Like I'm feeling it. And then my mind is like, What's going on? Right. <laughs> What's happening? What's, yeah, oh, right. Yeah. Like then I start to try to process, right? Like I'll feel it first and then I'm like, okay, is that ovarian cancer or is that ovulation or is right. that just cramps? Right. Then, like now and then two weeks later you start bleeding. Like, ah, <laughs> we are fine. Yes, right. Yeah. Like my mind has to like catch up to right. my feelings. And so like I'm just I'm That's just so interesting. curious. Yeah, like how that works for other people. And, you know, as somebody who studies psychology, I should definitely have more statistics around I ain't going to tell you this. how I have a whole psychology degree. Girl. <laughs> 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 well, 
the, yeah, we won't talk about it. Yeah, we, we won't, won't get into it. But, but I just yes. think that's such an interesting phenomenon of the the power of the mind. Yeah, right. It's very powerful and the influence that it can have over your body. Yes, because also, right? Again, I have various injuries from being a tomboy and tearing mm-hmm. up ligaments and breaking bones and things like that. Mm-hmm. And so I can tell you when it's gonna rain, mm. like. Cause you start. I mean, like mm-hmm. look, I'm so no naive, sore. yeah. Right, I'm no naive, but like if my knee starts to ache, mm-hmm. particularly, I think the left one is the one that I had the the real bad issue with. Mm-hmm. Then I'm like, mm, okay, there's rain in the forecast. Mm-hmm. Smells like a thunderstorm. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> Did start, you just sniff? <laughs> yes. She sniffed and sniffed, sniffed and, and sniffed and sniffed and said, Raheem. Raheem. <laughs> right. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Jenny from Philly. Anyway. Anyway, we digress. (laughs) Yeah. So like my mind, and I don't know if this is like a good or, well, it's not a good or a thing, a bad thing, right? Like it's Mm -hmm. not, it's just a thing, right? It is a fact about myself that I need to figure out what to do with this information. And if it's something that needs to be readjusted, right? As I said last week, but this thing, right, where my body and my mind has to catch up, right? Right? Is this the natural way, right? Is this like a natural order of things or is it the other way where it's I, like... I think it's natural. I think both ways are natural. Mm-hmm. I have a girlfriend who is very similar to you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what happens with her is if I'm going through something mm-hmm. and it's causing me anguish, mm-hmm. her stomach will start hurting mm-hmm. and she'll call me mm-hmm. and be like, hey, girl. What's, mm-hmm. what's up? You good? Mm-hmm. I'll be like, fuck, you called yeah. me at the right time. Yeah, yo. Yeah. Let me tell you what the hell is going on. Right. She is that in tune with, yeah. with her loved ones. Yeah, yeah. Like that. So like her stomach will be hurting. She can't tell who it is. Mm-hmm. But she knows somebody's going through something. She's a wisdom. She is naive. <laughs> <She's> naive. <laughs> My friend is naive. But, and, and you know, I, yeah, it, it's interesting how, how that is. I'm And I'm the opposite. You know, it's just like, it's the same thing with food. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm... I'm not hungry until mm-hmm. I smell some some food. Somebody's mm-hmm, cooking. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, oh, food. Oh, I'm, okay, okay. Now my stomach. I was Let fine five I minutes didn't ago. Eat yeah, like like twenty minutes ago. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Matter of fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Mine, mine is very, yeah. very, very powerful. You know, which which should teach us that we have a lot more control over yeah. a lot of things than we realize. Hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A lot more control over things, but yeah. How to utilize that control, though, right? Yeah. I guess that's a conversation for another another show. podcast, <laughs> another show, right? It's not not wild not color, color, right? But, you know, even a little bit, right? Because I think a lot of the idea of channeling the one power is maybe like sixty percent mental, seventy percent mental. Like, well, check it. Egwene made a fire, right? And now she can't. Right, it's a, it's a, it's a mental it's thing. It's fucking with her because she's trying so hard yeah. to light this damn fire, mm-hmm. and she's trying every night and be looking at Perman like I dare you to say something. Right, I dare you to say something because you saw the fire two days you know ago, I so could you do know it. I can do it. I dare you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So did you have any other themes that you actually did write down for this chapter for chapter twenty three? Um. Yeah. So talking about following the leader, and I stare at you because you are a. Uh, 
Lisa, no, 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 man. I'm turning around, looking like you're who's right. she talking I'm like, to. They're gonna be like, what is yeah. happening? Yeah. <laughs> no, but <laughs> yeah, we're not on video. We gotta explain <laughs> what we're doing. <laughs> but in terms of following the leader, so we see this little this this dynamic between Egwene and Perrin, where she's like, "You be the leader," and Perrin's like, "I don't want to be nobody's leader," and she's like, "Well." I need somebody to follow, right? Because it's Egwene and she's still unsure and, and, you know, loose-footed with her ability to direct herself or, you know, direct others, I'll uh-huh. say, maybe even. Which is strange because she could be so assured and be so insecure at the same time. Uh-huh. But anyway, um, so we see this little tussle with them where she is, you know, insisting that parent takes the lead. Perrin acquiesces and in his leadership, she becomes, and I can't think of another way to say it, but this kind of a difficult follower, mm-hmm. right? Where she's not she's not following. following. She's, right. She's like, she's you take real the lead. Bossy. You tell us where to go. You tell us this and you tell us that. And you, but this is what we're doing. <laughs> but this is right. But but on the way, you're going to take your turn on this horse. Right. And as a matter of fact, what I, I skipped over in the recap when Elias was like, Y'all just need to roll with us. Mm-hmm. Egwene was the one was like, no, we're going to Camelin. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, though. Yeah. And Paris was like, well, damn, you couldn't... Thank you for asking me right. what I thought about that. Right, right, You know, right. and after all of that, they finally agree, you know, to go ahead on with Elias or whatever, but yeah. He, I mean, he got the wolves, first of all. And they look like... You they, got Bella. Like, yeah. <laughs> Who I'm sure will probably do her very best until it's time to be Because Bella's feet. dope, right? And she's going to move at one horsepower right. per hour. Right. She's going to go. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. but wolves kill. That's what they do. And we got trollocs and shit to worry about. Right, <laughs> Bella's they not like, killing no smell, They smelling trollocs in your mind, in your, in your, in your mind, in in the story that you're telling. Right. So, like, please, please, I think I'm gonna roll with them for a little while, just a little bit, at least until we can figure it out on our own. Right. Yeah. But um, I, I found that really interesting, and I wanted to ask you as a leader. <laughs> You know, how you, as a leader, deal with a difficult follower or someone who's making your job as a leader difficult. I haven't had that experience, to be Mm -hmm. honest with you, because, well, unless you count motherhood. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Well, that's probably that's a leadership position. The only time I had difficult followers. (laughs) 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 My children. (laughs) Well, let's talk about. But I, other than other than that, I haven't had a difficult. I I'm not. I haven't been in a situation. Yeah, I don't have a leadership position at work yet. I um and all of the other things that I do, I don't have. I didn't have anyone like quote unquote working under me. Mm-hmm. And you know, I needed something done, and they were being difficult. I don't have any personal experience with that. I've never had to handle anything like that. How do you think you would fare? And I and I ask you that, and it, <laughs> I see the shock on your face because you're like, oh gosh. So Char let me tell you, very... I'm, I, I, I have always shied away from leadership yeah. positions mm-hmm. because I am afraid I'm mm-hmm. being real vulnerable with y'all <laughs> of fucking up. Mm. And so I don't know how I would fare. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause here comes imposter syndrome right mm-hmm. now. You ask me that question. It's in, imposter syndrome is in, in the back of mm. like in my ear talking to me right now. How would I fare? I've always been told that I would make a great teacher. Aww, and that I should I see it. That I should teach math because math is my uh, jam. And I always said, hell no. Mm, mm-hmm. 
them kids will run over me mm-hmm. because I can be swayed so easily. I believe everything that everybody tells me, Yeah, <laughs> you know? So if the kid, you know, got an excuse every time why they not doing their homework, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like, oh, that's so unfortunate. How, again, <laughs> you have the, the same Your grandmother is just being right. buried. Okay. <laughs> you know? Okay. I understand. You know. It takes a village. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently you have a whole village full you of grandmothers. You got a whole village full of grandmothers. Can you tell a grandfather <laughs> and they, off next and week? they all died and, you, you know, you had to go to funeral so you don't have your homework. No, I mean, I'm exaggerating. You know, obviously I wouldn't fall for that banana in the tailpipe, but I'm afraid that I would. Mm-hmm. And so I've never given myself the chance. And so that's something say, that I struggle with. I was going to say you're very... um conflict averse right you're just like no i'm not gonna address this because oh i don't want the struggle yeah. right and so i was yep. just, I, I, I wondered if that would be a factor in well probably right it would be a factor in having to approach someone who's not handing in deliverables on time or mm-hmm. something of that nature but as someone like you literally I said i would delegate that to somebody to the manager uh, <laughs> like listen, i need you to talk to so-and-so like they're not carrying their weight so you all right let me know how that goes okay i'll be <laughs> well, over we'll have here next week we'll follow up next week right <laughs> <laughs> but you literally said you don't have a leadership position at work yet Right. Yes. Which means that it is in the the tailpipe. Right. We don't have to go into details of what and how, whatever. But it is something that we're preparing for. Right. And I say we because I wrote it for you. Thank you. So my question then is how do we prepare you? Because as a leader, particularly in a work situation where you have logistics and rules and human resources right you Mm -hmm. can't just pull somebody aside and be like you fucking up get your shit together right (laughs) you'll be terminated smacking folks upside the head head. like what's wrong with you bruh right you know so like how do we get you prepared to have difficult conversations Mm -hmm. with subordinates who are not meeting or exceeding expectations yeah i don't know i feel like i'm in therapy right now no (laughs) i don't know i don't know all right we can go i mean we'll we'll put a pin in it right we'll put a pin in it and we'll discuss offline and then if we're comfortable we'll maybe bring it back when the time is right let me find out why and color also (laughs) includes personal development as someone who's going well yes yes as someone who will be in graduate school for counseling psychology look at her practicing yes. on me right now yes i think it is very important to provide our listener friend friend listeners with lessons that they can use to um have a growth projector trajectory in their life you're welcome <laughs> We want to see you win, listener, friend, friend, listeners. Just remember that. I remember love it. that. I love it. Do you have any other themes? And if not, do we have any water and shade or assist be steadfast? For, for chapter 23? Yep, because we haven't even... Touched 24. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so for 23, Dr. Doolittle effect. <laughs> this is a cute one. It's a fun... This one is not so, you know, sit in your feelings. Okay. But do you think there are people in the world, like vets or trainers or you know people who deal with animals in their profession that have this uncanny ability to to quote unquote speak to animals yes (laughs) (laughs) i think there are people who are a lot more in tune with other things than other people are in tune Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know with i'm not saying that i believe that someone 
can talk to wolves in the way Elias can talk to wolves. Mm -hmm. But I do think that there are most likely people who deal with animals on a regular basis, maybe a vet, maybe someone who works in a zoo who can, like you, Mm -hmm. um, they feed off of energy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so they can tell by animals' body language, some sounds that they make, Mm -hmm. and it's almost like, they're communicating. Yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. all all beings communicate. Yeah. In some way, it's just a matter of can you understand mm-hmm. their mode of communication? And mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think there are experts. I think there are subject matter experts. There are some SMEs <laughs> um, <laughs> in the world that deal with animals, and they can they can tell you like, yeah, nah, he not feeling you right now. I suggest you go away from the cage because mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's not locked. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> fuck around and find fuck out. Fuck around and That's find out. That's the trajectory out. of that curve. Exactly. The more you fuck around, the right. more you find out. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Like when you know. Your child, I mean, that's a human connection, but like, mm-hmm, you know, your mm-hmm. child, even though your child, if your child is too young to speak, yeah, but you understand what they need after a while. So like, you know, I've, I've birthed three babies mm-hmm. and, you know, I've learned that babies have cries, different cries mm-hmm. for different needs. Mm-hmm. You know, you can, I can tell the, the fake cry. I just, nothing's wrong with me. Mm-hmm. I want your attention. Right. You're not focused on me right now. So, eh. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, as opposed to, you know, I'm hungry, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. or I'm uncomfortable mm-hmm. or, you know, but they, they can't talk, you know, and I, and I would imagine that animals do the same thing. They express mm-hmm. their raw feelings and there are people that can pick up on it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. That's yeah. fair. I initially hated the idea of the whole Dr. Doolittle, I speak to animals, mm-hmm. I was just like, that's so unfeasible to me. But So what do you we... think about this chapter then? Well, as, I've, as I have adulted, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm realizing, again, energy, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. They're animals, living things, living things. Any living thing has the ability to communicate. Mm-hmm. And it is the receiver's obligation to decipher that mm-hmm. language, that code, right? Same thing when you're tending to a garden. Like your plants will tell you, I need water, mm-hmm. I need sun, mm-hmm. I need fertilizer, I need other plants, right? Like they'll mm-hmm. tell you these things. You just have to be able to receive that code, receive that language. And so it's it's the same thing with the wolves. Now the way homeboy was in here having a full-on conversation. Now, my brother has a dog. Um, Hi, Saji. And I speak to Saji, but I don't know. Listen, all I know is Saji's happy to see me because his tail goes up Mm -hmm. and it wags aggressively. Right. He's very happy to see me. I'm happy to see him too. Anything else, I don't know. Right. Right. So I I lean on, on my brother to be like, Oh no, leave him alone. He's not in the mood today, you right. know, or he's not feeling good. He's gonna bite you. Leave him alone. You right. know? So and, and for the record, Saji does not bite. He's a good doggy. He's a good little puppy. Good dog. But um <laughs> yeah, but I, I agree. I think there there are people who have um the ability to read the energy mm-hmm. or to de- decipher the language of animals to be able to Maybe not have a conversation about days of our lives, but you know, like <laughs> not, not days of our lives. Wow. All my all my children was my mama's jam, but 
you know, to, to be able to get their needs met. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I found it interesting that in this world, we have this man who is literally like, the wolves are my friends, people suck. At-. And we have them here <laughs> in our world, yeah, right? Because yeah. some people are like, uh, Peter. Peter people mm-hmm. will very much be like, I will kill every single human on this earth before I step on like a cockroach. Yeah. You know, like (laughs) I will go real zero dark 30 before I ever harm an animal. Right. Um, so I don't know. I just, I just found that interesting that he was just like, that's dapple. That's burn. Right. Burn don't like you. Right. Right. He, what, what? He said right. <laughs> he wants you to go to the store and get two Skittles and right. an later. Oh, no. And if you get the wrong color, he's going to bite you and break your femur. Uh-uh. Right? Like, it was like, it was Damn. like, so did he, did he say all that? Or did he just say, I don't trust this motherfucker, but since I want to be out here, you know, skippity-papping with the, with the well, humans. He, he did say that it it's not talking like how humans talk. Mm-hmm. It's all feelings. feeling and so it is up to elias's interpretation mm-hmm. of the feelings that he's receiving mm-hmm, mm-hmm. from but so even he he said like even their names yeah right it's like he said well you know her name's dapple but it ain't really dapple right. it's like the way the dew is on the leaf in the morning and the <laughs> way that this you know it's a feeling yeah that invokes the word dapple mm. so it's like humans have to translate that feeling mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um but apparently he's been doing this for a while and in it in it he's he's good at it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um you know i mean obviously just the way that the wolves were behaving yeah elias was communicating with them mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in some way yeah shape or form and then now all of a sudden parent wasn't even thinking about it now he he feels so he now, felt yeah. those emotions come from burn Mm -hmm. and he knew it was from burn Mm -hmm. you know and he even knew which wolf was which name yeah you know elias didn't say that wolf over there that's hopper yeah you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. when he just said yeah this is you know dapple and then other ones are burn wind and hopper yeah he knew which so he's like getting into his his ability his wolf ability i guess i don't know interesting yeah very interesting. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta ponder that a little more, right? Because I'm now, I'm, I'm trying to like, I'm, I'm in my parent, right? So now I'm thinking oh, about. Oh, so you're gonna it. think for ten days? Okay. Well, maybe two hours later. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, so the same way that we have to kind of decipher the code and the language of the animals, they have to do the same thing with us, right? Right. There's no animal out here that just be like, just. They speak in English. They speak in English, right? (laughs) Or whatever language you talk to your animals, right? Right. And so I'm wondering what the wolves felt upon meeting Perrin and Egwene. Because in that initial meeting, well, I guess something happened beforehand because Elias done told them that they've been following them for the past two days and mm-hmm. realized they was about to starve to death. And mm-hmm. then they were having a conversation. Well, he was having a conversation with the wolves mm-hmm. about Parrot and Egwene. And then the wolves was like, you smell him? I smell him. Mm-hmm. You smell like a friend. Mm-hmm. Let's go go make him say hi to us, right? And then mm-hmm. that's how we get the rabbits on the on the stake and mm-hmm. all the the conversation thereafter but i mm-hmm. wonder what their impression is of Egwene. they're like yeah she could come along because she would shoot but it's there. you but it's parents it's the one could talk to us yeah. yeah yeah i don't know 
So interesting. Y'all don't say. Mm-hmm. Just things that, you know, I ruminated on just now. Just now. Just now. Just <laughs> right now. now. On my parent. <laughs> right now. Yeah. All right. Um, You got anything else? You got any Sispy Steadfast? Um, I don't have a Water and Shade? Steadfast. I do have a Water and a Shade. Okay. Who are we shading on? Well, do you want to go into the next chapter or? Up to you. You want to? Wanna... I can do it now. Okay. What do you think my Water and Shade is about? Who would you shade? Would you shade... Would you say it, Egwene? Is it Egwene? It's Egwene. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Dramatic pause. <laughs> I'm Egwene. Like, I'm like, tell me, tell me. Who is Darling, it? Darling, <laughs> make up your mind. <laughs> you told this line of mocking a leader and being a follower at the same time, and it's confusing. Pick a position and play your role. Now, as a basketball fan, I'm about to get real basketball fanny on you. Understand that you have to be great on the offense and the defense. But you also have to know your role. If you're a point guard or a shooting guard, then shoot the ball and shoot it well. Set the plays and set them well. You know, pick and rolls, all that good stuff. But if you're going to be a center, honey, then you got to get under the basket and you got to grab them boards. My point is, play your position. You're either going to lead, follow, or get out of the way. Either be the leader and let parent take the charge or let parent take the charge and follow. Show him the same respect as a leader you showed Moiraine and Nynaeve when you were following them. And that's all I got for her. I like Real it. Real easy. Real easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl. That's a little bit of, you mixed a little bit of Sispy Steadfast in there with that. Like, I feel like you were, you were throwing shade, yeah. but she was giving it, you gave her advice. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, yeah. I mean... I just feel like she doesn't know who she is. Right. right? And I think she's figuring the, it out. The bulk of them don't know who they are. So it's not really shade that you don't know if you <laughs> are a leader. Or... This is definitely given coming of age, even it, though they're that already is like. why I'm enjoying the series. The, the boys are already like 20, but they're, they're coming of age. Right. Then yeah. this is why I think it's a, I'm able to kind of really get into this story because, mm-hmm. again, as I'll say for the 1000th time, I'm not a. You know, sci-fi, fantasy, epic, novel kind of girl. Mm-hmm. But I do love YA. I love yeah. coming-of-age stories. Yeah. I love people who are, you know, right in that cusp of adulthood and youth. And they're mm-hmm. trying to figure out life. Because I still feel that way yes. in my big age. Yes. <laughs> in my big age. I'm I, like, I, too, am trying to I'm figure like out life. I'm like faking the funk yes. over here. Somebody tell these kids it don't get no easier. <laughs> Yeah. Sure <laughs> and so I'm like, I feel like I'm reading a YA, mm-hmm. you know, coming of age novel that has a very long trajectory in it. And it seems like all of our kids, yeah. so to speak, yeah, they yeah. all got their shit with them. Yeah. In one way, shape, or form. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Everybody got their shit with them. Yeah. So yeah, it'd be cool to see what happens if see if they get past their shit and, and how they do that. Right. Yeah. 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 All right. So yeah. All right, so on shall we shall we move on? 24. 24, 24. Ooh, Espanol. Me sí, gusta. Sí, <laughs> sí, mi amor. Sí, mi amor. All right, so chapter 24 mm-hmm. is called Flight Down the Arrow Now, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which is the river that they were all trying to cross mm-hmm, or whatever. Mm-hmm. The symbol is a harp. Uh-huh. And this is a Ram perspective. We're back in Ram's head. Sorry. Oh, home, <laughs> home, home. Yeah, welcome back. Welcome yeah, back. Yeah, we're back. So, <laughs> so Rand is having a dream. Mm. And again, he's with Beelzebub's cousin twice removed on his daddy's side, mm-hmm. trying to get away from that cat. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so I'm not going to 
go deeply into everything that happens in a dream. I'm just going to point out a couple of things. Um, at one point, Brand is, you know, saying, you know, help me, you know, light help me. Mm-hmm. And uh, Beelzebub's cousin, sorry, removed on his daddy's side, mm-hmm. um, says to him, what you call, what did you call him? Fireface? Fireface. Did you call Sounds him Fireface? Like, yeah, I did. Yeah, so Fireface is like, the light will not help you, boy. And the eye of the world will not serve you. There goes, there goes the name of the book the again. The eye of the world. That's the creator. Will the not eye, serve you. Like the apple of the eye. The, the eye, eye of the, of the world. world. I shall pause. You hear the papers, y'all? <laughs> to write down. This sounds like a prediction. Oh, okay. The eye of the Yeah, I think world. I think And I'm literally eye... writing with a pen and paper. Even though she has a laptop open. Open. And an and iPad. And an iPad yeah. open. Yeah. I have all of the electronics. Yeah. You said I, the I eye too. of the world is the creator. Okay. Yeah. So. I don't know what the dark... I guess the dark one is just the dark one and the creator is the eye of the world. So when he says when he says light help me and he says the light will not help you, light is capitalized. So light is the opposite of the dark one. Mm-hmm. So the light is but the creator. But you know how there's like Jesus and then there's God? Okay. (laughs) All right. So he says, the light will not help you, boy. And the eye of the world will not serve you. Mm -hmm. You are my hound. And if you will not course at my command, I will strangle you with the corpse of the great serpent. My hound. You are my hound. Bloodhound. Dog. Seeking. Seeking dog with good nose senses. (laughs) I'm trying so hard not to laugh. I'm trying so hard not to laugh. Um, (laughs) Yo, that shit scared the shit out of me. And so then, so then at one point in the dream, he notices um, he's in front of these this mirror, and then now it's like a million mirrors at like every angle, and it's showing his image just every everywhere. And then all of a sudden, um, Fireface's image mm-hmm. is in the mirrors, and it's ten thousand images, ten thousand reflections mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. of Fireface. Um, and then all of a sudden, now he's looking at his own face with Fireface behind him, and there's still like ten thousand Firefaces. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he wakes up. Mm, good morning. <laughs> So he he wakes up. Oh, by the way, in the dream when he was being yeah. you know running away, he pricked his finger yeah, on a yeah, thorn. Yeah. So when he wakes up, his finger is bloody. Yeah, as if it was pricked mm-hmm. by a thorn. I did note that. Yeah. 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 So yeah, reminds me of Berlon when he broke the rat's back, and then oh, all these in rats real life, ended up. There was all these in rats. The with, Poor yeah. Cat. Yeah. Mm-mm. Poor Siri got That's blamed. The cat. Yeah. yeah Siri. Cat Siri's game. a good cat. Yeah, <laughs> lots of good in this book. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, the, so he wakes up. He's on the ship, the spray, and the ship is slowly traveling down the Arano. But they're not stopping anywhere. Not even at night. So, the uh, Captain Doman is working everybody really, really, really hard. And Gelb, who is the dude who Rand jumped on when Got he first toe stomped on the head. <laughs> Wild. He oh he would owe me a fade for life. Yo, Gelb was telling anybody who would listen his version of the story. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And was like, yo, I'm telling you, yo, they brought the trollocs with them. Like that's they man's in him and nobody mm-hmm. listening to him. Nobody cares. Mm-hmm. And then after a while, he was relegated to doing solo, solo. tasks. Yeah. And all of the solo tasks were like 
the the grunge work yeah um on the ship you know and so Wild. they're like hey we you know Rand's like gelb's gonna be a problem you know tom's like nope don't even worry about gelb because don't nobody listen to him don't ain't nobody gonna believe him don't nobody care about him blah blah blah. matt is like i don't trust none of y'all motherfuckers okay <laughs> i was gonna say i'm with matt but i want you nope I just understood his perspective in Matt that on moment. This? You're not with I Matt understood on this? his perspective in Matt that moment. Matt is not moment. trusting anybody. You're not I with Matt. I would not trust anybody either. <laughs> I'm trying to get you to, to say nope. something nice about nope. Matt. So, <laughs> you know, so Tom is like, yeah, y'all don't have to worry about Gelb, you know. And he mentioned something that I just wanted you to know. It's not super important, mm-hmm. but, you know, just so you, just to understand the world, it, it said, he said, the Queen's writ might not have much force this far from Camelin, but even a village mayor will do something about that. So he was talking about if, if um, you know, if they mutiny or if there's a fight or something mm-hmm. like that. And so I just wanted to note to you that we are in Andor. That's mm-hmm. the name of the country that we're in. You know, so if you, you know, I told you, you got to look at your maps. Mm-hmm. And Camelin is the capital okay. of Andor. And the Two Rivers is in Andor. But the Two Rivers is so far away from the capital, mm-hmm. that the Queen's writ, right? So, mm-hmm. Camelin is a major city. The capital, I'm sure there's like taxes and things like that. Mm-hmm. People in Two Rivers don't know nothing about that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and so apparently where they are right mm-hmm. now, they're still far enough away from Camelin that if some shit go down, mm-hmm. whatever police force, if they have in mm-hmm. Camelin, is not going to come down. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. I guess like the Queen's Guard or something like that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it's not gonna, you know. I just wanted to note that. For yeah, you, yeah. Just so you can visualize visualize the world gotcha. um, that we're in. So now earlier they had told this lie that um Rand and Matt were Tom's apprentices. apprentices. <laughs> so Tom is like keeping up the lie. So he actually starts teaching them yeah. how to do shit or whatever. <laughs> and they suck and it's hilarious. And so but the um the other, the crewmen are all being entertained after mm-hmm. a fashion. Um, so there's a lot of scenery being described, a la RJ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, there was. <laughs> so you, <laughs> so we get to see exactly what this ship looked like. We know exactly the the scenery that we're passing. Mm-hmm. We know everything. Um, so they pass a tower of metal, and um, Doman is explaining, you know, like, oh yeah, we use that as a marker. This tells me that we're 10 days from Whitebridge at this, if we keep up the same uh-huh. pace. Yeah. Um, and so then Doman starts talking about other like wonders of the world. And he mm-hmm. mentions that on tree mocking. So here's a new place we haven't heard yeah. before. Tree mocking, which is one of the sea folk isles. So two things we haven't heard of. We haven't heard of this place called tree mocking and we haven't heard of the sea folk. Mm-hmm. Who do you think sea folk are? Water people. Water people. I love it. All right. <laughs> So water people, mermaids, <laughs> mermaids, serpents. love it. So Matt still wants some damn treasure. <laughs> so wow, I didn't. When? <sighs> <laughs> Never mind, girl. Go right on ahead. <laughs> so yeah, so Doman is talking about you know when tree mocking about this this stone coming out of a sticking out of a hill. It's a stone hand mm-hmm. sticking out of a hill, clutching a crystal sphere, and the crystal sphere is. This big as the ship so it's this huge uh-huh. structure and it's just a hand holding a sphere uh-huh. and um you know doman says you know there's probably treasure under there but they don't let you dig or whatever and matt is like yeah i'll dig where's this where's this tree marking place at where which way i gotta go to go Annoying. get it right 
So, so anyway, they uh, he talks about uh, a place called Tanchico. I heard that you can get a good tan there. Oh, by the way, yeah, you should try a little it. vitamin D upgrade. Yeah, go tanning in Tanchico. Yeah, tanning in Tanchico. Yeah. So he talks about this place called Tanchico. That's a a port on the Arith Ocean, and so. If you look in your map, which I have not seen you open your map. And ah, I've, I've, let me open the map. I've mentioned the word map. <laughs> like eight like times. Like 1,500 times. All and right, she's still I'm not, going I mean, you don't, you don't have to. Map. I'm just no, saying. Yeah, whatever. You know, it's a lie. Just it's a, a lie. <laughs> let me open the map. It's a hold on, y'all. The map of the, the world. Map. The world one. Not oh, the, not the Emmons-filled one? one. Yeah, that one. Okay. And so you should see um, Tanchico should be, it's a port city. So, there Boom. you go. So you can just get an idea and so see if you can find White Bridge, which is where they're trying to get to. You can find the Arno River. You can kind of see, you know, where they, you know, where they, if you can see um, where they traveled. You know what I mean? Just to, you know, somewhere in the middle. Tree Malking is here. Yeah, that's off. Yeah, Tanchico. it's an island. And then yeah, you got to go what east. River? So they got to go the east. The Mm-hmm. So I don't see the Aaron. Oh, are these, no. Do you see White Bridge? Do I see? Yes. That's where they're going. Okay. So there's a river that gets them there, and that's the river that they're on. Well, it's not that one. Uh, it's not. And that's probably not a good, but just, you know, you don't have to study, study, study it. Yeah. No, yeah, I do. Now I feel like I'm going to get in trouble every time she's like, Red Well, while you're looking at that, while you're looking at that, uh-huh. he talks about how basically there's like a museum of some sort in uh-huh. Tanchico. And um, there's animal skeletons. There's skeletons of animals that no no one has ever seen before. Uh-huh. Um, so he talks about that. And suddenly Rand starts talking about home. And he was like, you know. I know a place. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Stephanie. Sing a song, Stephanie. So Rand is like, I will go home one day when I can. I'll raise sheep like, like my father. Like my father. Because <laughs> did you know? Let me tell my- you. My father is... A sheep my herder. father. And my father. Yes. Right? And if I never leave again, it will be too soon. Isn't that right, Matt? As soon as we can, we're going home and forget all this even exists. So Matt was staring at the tower. Mm-hmm. That shiny, uh, that tower made of metal, mm-hmm. right? Because he's thinking about treasury. He's like, what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to go home. <laughs> yep. And then he mutters, Matt mutters under his breath. I'll bet he just doesn't want anybody else going after the treasure. <sighs> What are, what are you thinking? Why is Matt so focused? That dagger is burning a hole in his brain. Like been, literally. Yeah, like he's been tainted. He took the 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 dagger from murder, death, kill. I don't care what excuse he gives. You took it from him, whether he handed it to you or not. And so you've been tainted. And now you all you can think about is riches and money and and whatever else comes with that i don't know but it's so it's so annoying it's like can he be any more annoying yes yes he can let's let's go yeah like (laughs) let me show you right like oh gosh literally literally this is and it is so insane to me okay so four days into their trip Mm -hmm. rand is on top of the mast of this damn ship. Losing his losing his damn mind. mind. He's all the way to fuck up there. He's giggling and shit, laughing, throwing mm-hmm. his head back, just going crazy. And then suddenly on an impulse, mm-hmm. right? He starts like walking on the tightrope, basically. And Tom is like, yo, my man, 
<laughs> you trying to break your neck. Don't do it on yeah, me. Don't do it on my time. Mm-hmm. All right. Bring your ass. Okay. Calm down. And till Tom tries to get him down, Rand's like, oh, you want me to come down? Mm-hmm. All right. I'll come down. This motherfucker slides down the road to come down. <laughs> it's the way I would have just threw him overboard at that point. What do you think is happening with Rand? So Matt is bugging about treasure. Mm-hmm. Suddenly Rand is up on a damn. What the hell is going on here? I feel like every time he has a dream and something physical happens in that dream, he goes, he gets a little crazier and a little crazier. Again, so he has touched, he has channeled, he has touched the taint. Sorry, so immature. He's touched the taint and now he is starting to go mad. He's starting to go mad, which I'm very impressed by because I thought it wouldn't be till many books later, you know, but this is like instantaneous. He's like, whoa, it's only been a month at best, maybe two. And he's already like, you know, going insane from touching the taint. So. So it's just insanity. Yeah. I think it's just going insane. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. Don't look at me like that. Uh huh. So do you remember our discussion last week? No. When Maureen was explaining to Nynaeve about how she channeled and then how she got sick. Yeah, but he got sick already. And she explained that every time you channeled, you would get sick again. The time it would be closer. So like the first time you channel, maybe a long time passes and then you get sick. And then the second time you channel, you get sick again, but it happens sooner than the last time so the time between you channeling and you getting sick that time is smaller and smaller and smaller mm-hmm. so rand was sick in barrelon mm-hmm. he got sick 10 days after they were 10 days into their trip yeah right mm-hmm. you said that when with bella mm-hmm. that that was him channeling mm-hmm. you know when he was like come on bella run mm-hmm, and bella mm-hmm. ran you said that that was him channeling mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 10 days from that time, he got sick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he starts fucking away white cloaks. Mm-hmm. Right? Now he's bugging out. Mm-hmm. Do we think that... He channeled again? Do we think he channeled again? I'm trying to think under what circumstances would have caused him to channel again. So I'm going back to Shadar Logith, right? Which would probably be the most plausible time that he would have had any channeling capability. Oh, I'm seeing something. Oh, my brain is working. Okay, so I feel like once again, he may this is he may have channeled again. Okay. And I think he may have channeled to save Egwene's life. When when she fell into the river and the fucking horse had to drag her to shore. But they weren't they weren't near each other. Do you have Remember? to be near somebody? So Aha. Aha. <laughs> Did you just taste the spoon? Did you just taste the, si- the soup? <laughs> taste the soup. <laughs> she just taste the soup to me. Taste the soup. Where's the spoon? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> can I can I recall something that we've already read? Mm-hmm. Always. So back in chapter twenty. Oh, twenty. Oh, okay. When they first got on the boat, when they first jumped on the boat. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let me uh, let me go. Let me find it. Let me find mm-hmm. the exact location where they jumped on the boat. And he landed on Gelb. So he lands on Gelb. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And he and Tom is yelling, telling everybody, wake the fuck up because this Trollocs following us. Right? 
let's see. Let me let me get to all right. Rand gets knocked the fuck out by Trolloc, right? Okay, here we go. So they land on a boat, they're going crazy. The Trollocs follow them. Um, a couple of Trollocs followed them onto the boat. Rand gets knocked down by a Trolloc catchpole, right? Mm-hmm. So now he's um, you know, trying to get up, he can't, you know. And the Trolloc, I'm gonna read it. Mm-hmm. Frantically, he hunted for some way to escape. Time seemed to slow as the Trolloc raised the jagged pole as if to spear him with it. To Rand, the creature appeared to be moving as if in a dream. He watched the thick arm go back. He could already feel the broken haft ripping through his spine, feel the pain of it tearing him open. He thought his lungs would burst. I'm going to die. Light, help me. I'm going to. The Trolloc's arm started forward driving the splintered shaft and ran found the breath for one yell. No. Mm. Suddenly the ship lurched and a boom swung out of the shadows to catch the Trolloc across the chest with a crunch of breaking bones, sweeping it over the side. Mm. For a moment, Rand lay panting and staring up at the boom, swinging back and forth above him. That has to have used up my luck, he thought. Mm -hmm. There can't be any more of that. Mm -hmm. Now, Mm a little further later, Mm -hmm. we meet Captain Doman. Captain Doman is yelling at Gelb. And he's like, yo, you're supposed to secure the boom. Gelb was like, yo, I did secure the boom. What do you Mm -hmm. mean? I I know Mm -hmm. I did. He Mm -hmm. was like, yo, I know I fuck up a lot, right? Yeah, yeah. But I'm telling you, I secured this boom. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Mm -hmm. That was it. That was the point. That was it. That was what? That what was, was that? That was him channeling. <laughs> that was him saying his life. And you know what? That goes into a prediction that I so have. So then like only, so now four days later, he climbing up on his goddamn mask. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. One of the predictions that I have, um, where is it? Uh, hold on. Oh, I think Gal- Gelb mm-hmm. is actually the sane one on the boat. Okay. And that everyone else on the boat is a dark friend. And Gelb is the one that realizes that something is up. Okay. Because. So the whole crew. I feel like the including whole. Including the cap- Captain Doman? Mm-hmm. 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 So Captain Doman and the crew are dark friends. I think they're dark friends. Because in that moment. So you think they do be dark friends. They do be. In that moment, right, where these Trollocs are chasing you and they're about to actually kill rand Mm -hmm. and the boom comes out and saves his life Mm -hmm. why are you fussing at this man about the boom did he know that the boom saved his life did he know that that's how whether he knew or not it was like is that the most important thing going on right now i think to the point where i think gelb is like i think gelb is a fuck up a general fuck up and so it's it's kind of like you're fucking up again gelb you know what i'm saying in the midst of a trollic attack we worried about the boom I'm just saying. A boom that just so happened to save Rand from a trollic. But the boom not supposed to be swinging. It's, it's supposed to be secure. Right. Because it can hurt somebody. Right. Because if the boom was secure, then Rand would be dead. Mm-hmm. So if they're dark friends, wouldn't they want Rand dead? You got to be strategic with your things. This is somebody who can channel. This is the savior of the... What did we call him? What, who is they looking for? It's not the savior reborn. It's the, the dragon. The dragon. <laughs> the he's, the dra- he's the dragon reborn, right? <laughs> so, like, you got to be strategic with it. You can't just be like, I know who you are, bitch. They're going <laughs> to sail him right on over 
to some spot where he going to get fucked up. So they not taking him to White Bridge? Or are they taking him to White Bridge, but somebody is going to be waiting <laughs> yeah, on him in White Bridge? somebody's going to be waiting for him. The the, bats, the crew is already assembled in White Bridge. They just oh, got to get him there. They just got to right? get him there. And I noticed in the map uh-huh. that White Bridge <laughs> and Camelin are next door to each other. They not too far. So I was just like... Yeah, White Bridge is the next... Is the is the Camelin is... Yeah, that's you. To right. get to Camelin, you're going through White Bridge. Right. So... As my prediction in the live, I think I did this in the live show, mm-hmm. was that somewhere towards the end of this book, they'll all meet again. Yeah, you said chapter, so it's 53 chapters. I you said, said 52. You said 52 <laughs> or 53. Right, one of those two. <laughs> that they'll all meet up but again. But they'll meet up because it's right next door. So if Moire Nynaeve, Moire, <laughs> sorry, my brain. Well, it's not Moiré, right next door, but it. But it's close it's enough for them to meet. It's close enough to be like, because she, she can see Perrin. So she knows, she'll know by the you time she, she gets, right, she'll know by the time she gets to um, tracking Randonum and they meet up, mm-hmm. she'll know where, Perrin, to, where to go at to least get that Perrin. At least Perrin will be in the next town over and then he'll have Egwene and then they will meet up and ride again. And, and that won't happen hunt. until chapter 52. Yeah, no, nah, there's a lot there's a lot that has to happen here apparently. I'm still not even halfway through. Okay. All right, let's finish the chapter. Uh-huh. Okay. So, after Rand finishes bugging out and he's actually off of the mast and everything, mm-hmm. um he um notices that Matt is holding a dagger with a ruby. Mhm. And he's like, "Yo, where the fuck you get that from?" So Matt was like, "Listen, my business, fam. I took it. <laughs> murder, and it's death, kill. Your fault. Murder, de- yeah. This first of all, it's all your fault. It's your fault. Secondly, murder, death, kill didn't give this to me. Right. I took it. So all that shit Sticky that Maureen fingers. was talking about, you know, all the warning she gave us, that shit don't mm-hmm. mean nothing because she said if he gives it to us, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he ain't give it to me. I took yep. it myself. So please don't tell nobody, Rand. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell on me, okay? You're my don't best tell, friend. Right? You're my only friend. You're my only friend. You're my, my only hope. Oh, and Mama I Kenobi. wonder if, if he's ever thought about why that's his only friend. Mm. <laughs> you just love Matt so oh, much. Oh, yeah, my fave. So Rand asks if Matt has had any more dreams like they had in Bear Alone, And Matt is like, maybe. Looking at him up and down, you know. And then he's like, all right, fine, yeah. Like, real mm-hmm. weird, right? Yeah. As if, like, mm-hmm. he didn't want to tell, like, he didn't want to. So Rand that he had dreams. So then um Tom rolls up and was like, Listen, I convinced <laughs> everybody that y'all not lot that y'all are not 730. Mm-hmm. Um, told him that Rand stunt was a part of y'all training. You know what I'm saying? And um, listen, who knows? After this, you know, I can get y'all in a tightrope show and da 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 da. He's really <laughs> trying to make them apprentices <laughs> He's now. He's like, look, it's like, actually you know, kind of fun. Yeah, this actually might work out, you know. And um, and at, this is the point where Rand finally finally notices that he was bugging the fuck out and he mm-hmm. finally looks up to see how high that mast was yeah and um that's how we that's how we end the chapter i'm wondering if he's gonna um tell tom that he ain't doing no tightrope shit now that was a that was that a, was a one-time ooh, thing right. <laughs> that was a one-time thing tom i was bugging i'm never doing it again mm-hmm. so makiba makiba yes what you got for me, sis? <laughs> All right. For chapter so, 24. I feel like we might have touched on this a little bit before. So forgive me if I'm repeating a theme. Mm-hmm. It's been a long week, y'all. Mm-hmm. But um, let's talk a little bit about dreams and nightmares. Okay. Hold on, wait a minute. 
Y'all thought I was finished when I pulled that SMR and y'all thought it was ready. No, nobody. Y'all ain't seen okay, me in here no. dancing. Y'all she was seen me. <laughs> right. She was just head nodding. It's okay. Shout out to me, Phil. Um, <laughs> have you ever had a recurring dream or a nightmare? Yes. How did you handle it? What was it about? And did it have any bearance on the real world? Yes. So yes, yes, I've had yes. several. I have. I still have. Oh. Yes. Um, and still. Yes, and still. So as a kid, I recall, there were two recurring dreams I recall as a child. One is really hard to explain, so I'm not going to explain that one. Another one is I'm being chased. And I think that's because all like the movies and shit that I would watch mm-hmm. as a kid or whatever. Like, I, you know, Termin- when Terminator came out, I was eight years old. Mm-hmm. So, and I watched it <laughs> when it came out. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, um, so I have a, I have a, I used to have a recurring dream of me being chased. It was at night. I'm in a parking lot. And I'm cl- I'm jumping from like car to car, and oh. and something's chasing me. Um, so the the recurring dream that I have now as an mm-hmm. as an adult, and I've had it for twenty years mm-hmm. or so, maybe longer. The dream will change every time. It's never the exact same every time, but every dream, what makes it recurring? The recurring theme in the dream is I'm in school. I'm in high school. Mm-hmm. I'm in the twelfth grade. Mm-hmm. But all of my classmates are people who were in the grade below mine. Okay. As if I got left back. Okay. So I'm in a 12th grade, but mm-hmm. my 12th grade cohort already graduated. Mm. And so my classmates were people who were 11th graders last year. Okay. And it always reminds me of how I never finished at Penn State. Oh, wow. And... That is why, even though I have a bachelor's degree, mm-hmm. not from Penn State, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm currently a student at Penn State. Mm-hmm. You know, people would ask me, okay, so you're going back to school, you know, why not get your master's degree? Yeah. Right? So two reasons, you know, one, because what I'm getting a bachelor's degree in, I don't have the foundational knowledge for, so mm-hmm. I'm getting a second bachelor's degree. But this, the second reason, which is the personal reason, is because I never finished my Penn State degree. And I simply want to finish what I started. Yeah, thirty years ago. I listen. I feel that because I feel that way about Stony Brook. And I feel like I'll stop having that dream. Yeah. Of being in school and, and being left as being left back. Mm. What if you don't? I don't know. Then I then I gotta reinterpret it. Then we gotta talk. <laughs> we gotta we gotta figure it out. <laughs> Did you yeah, automatically associate it to Penn State, or was there like a dialogue where you're like, "This makes sense. Like, this has to be the reason why I'm having this dream." I think after a while, I had the dialogue with myself. Mm-hmm. I don't think I immediately, you know, figured that out. I think it was, mm-hmm. you know, what I keep having this dream that I'm not finished with school. Like, mm-hmm. I got a bachelor's degree already. Yeah. Why am I dreaming about being in high school and not finishing high school? Right. Right. So yeah. Unfinished business. Unfinished business. Yeah. Oh, I hear you. Because even now, like, I'm literally, I'm going to my dream school for grad school, mm. right? Mm. Yeah, it's, you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, but, like, it's it's interesting because while it's my, my quote-unquote dream school, I didn't have dreams of going there, mm. right? It was just that, that thing that was wildly unachievable. I was going to say that that, that in, intangible, that untouchable. That, right, yeah. like that me there. Yeah. Okay. And so it's a, I'll tell the story real quick. So when I was a kid, um, 
Spoiler alert, listener for friend listeners, I was accepted to a teacher's college, Columbia University, in a um, MED program for for <laughs> for counseling. Oh, please press the go, button. Here we go, here press we go. the button, please. <laughs> yes. You deserve all the kudos. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> now you're pressing all the buttons. I'm pressing all the buttons. <laughs> Sorry, got fingernails now. It's weird, but um, but uh, so when I was a kid, and I mean like a kid, kid, my mom would always because Columbia University is a very, uh, it's a city campus, so it's open. Anybody mm-hmm. can walk on. Anybody can you know be on the lawn. I don't remember what the name of their lawn is called, Butler Lawn, Great Lawn, something like that. But so she would take me there. She would take me to the bookstore. She would take me mm-hmm. as many public places in Columbia that I can that we could go and she'd be like you having fun because you can go here you know if you like it so much you can go here mm. and I'm like I'm six what the hell are you talking right. about like, go care. here to do what <laughs> right what are you even talking about right and then fast forward to high school I participated on a robotics team and our major sponsor for our robotics team was Columbia University. Wow. So from all three years of, so I graduated from high school a year early. So all three years of high school, I would spend nights and weekends Mm -hmm. during, you know, the season at Columbia University's engineering department, the mud building, right? Mm -hmm. If you know, you know. And so we would be there building and designing our robot and getting our robot ready for a competition. And so I was like, oh, this is what my mama said, right? Like, if I like it, I can come here, right? So I've always just assumed that this is my mom's manifestation of my life, right? I'm at Columbia University. I am, you know, fulfilling some unspoken destiny over my life. I'm at Columbia. Woohoo, I did it, right? Right. Now, fast forward to the thought of even being able to apply and then get in to an Ivy League institution for a, a kid from the Bronx who's, you know, fairly smart and did fairly well in school was still something that my counselors, my counselors specifically told me, don't bother. Oh, wow. Don't bother. Wow. I got I got Michelle Obama when she, wow. I don't know if anybody's read her book or saw her doc, when she said that her counselor told her, don't bother wow. applying to like Harvard, Yale, Princeton, none of the girls. Don't apply to none of the girls, right? My counselor was like, stick to the CUNYs and the SUNYs. You can afford them. Wow. You know, and it never it never dawned on me. Now, mind you, I had a, a, a scholarship to Polytechnic University. Wow. Full. Mm. To do uh, mechanical engineering. Wow. And I turned it down because I don't want to do mechanical engineering for my life. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I turned it down, right? But and still, even then, I it did not even occur to me that Columbia University was a viable option for me. So That's I always crazy. shied away from it. That's so crazy. And then I went through a very long journey with my undergraduate degree. And in the process of me trying to get back into school to complete my degree, Columbia University popped up again Mm. because they have a school of general studies, Mm -hmm. which is a program for continuing adult, you know, learners to go back and complete their undergraduate degree. Yes. And even then I was like, no, 
Wow. How am I going to afford it? They're not going to accept me. Wow. What am I, you know, blah, 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 whatever. So I finished my undergraduate degree with this, you know, with, with my counselor still in my head, if mm. I could be so, you know, blunt. Mm. And I went to a city. I went to City College. Granted, it's a great school. City, city College, College is an, is an amazing school. school. Yep. No regrets. I think I made the absolute right decision. But every chance that I had to pick an Ivy League institution, mm-hmm. I I shied away from it. I turned away from it. Mm. Even down to um, Vassar College. Like, I went to Vassar College wow. for a semester, and I was just like, I can't come back. Like, I don't, Wow. you know, I, I psyched myself out of it. And so now, full circle moment, you know, with the support of my husband, he was like, girl, if you don't put this application in for Teachers College, shut the hell right. up. I, I know, that's like, right, oh, Dr. H. Tell her. Okay, I'm going to you know, whatever, fine. It'll be my backup school. Wow. Right? Columbia University was my backup that's school. That's crazy. And, and look, I had and a look at CUNY. You, look at you getting accepted and Listen, shit. Listen, not only did I get accepted, but I got accepted to two programs. That's they crazy. accepted me to two programs. And... You know, when I finish at Teachers College, I'm walking out with an MED, an MA, and an advanced certificate. So you're going to have two master's degrees. Two master's degrees. And an advanced certificate. And an advanced certificate. From Teachers College, Columbia University. From Teachers College, Columbia University. And it's crazy to me to think. I thought dog was smart. It's crazy. But it's like, you know, and I'm like, ah, this. Is what my mother was saying. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. 37 years later, I'm yeah. like, she's like, you know, and I called my mother and she cried. Oh my gosh, she bawled her know, eyes she's so out. Proud of you. She oh bawled my gosh. her eyes out. Oh my but, gosh. Oh my God, why did I forget the whole point of that story? I'm so and sorry, I forgot listener, as friend, well. friend, listen. So, <laughs> I'm retired. No, we were talking about but dreams. We're talking about dreams and, night- and nightmares and. And you the, said that's I, your dream unfinishing, school. right? And I the, talked about unfinished business. Unfinished business. So yeah. for me, Columbia University was unfinished business. So we're both in our our our, our winning yep. era. Yes, where we, we are. get to finish yes, the yes, things yes, that yes, we yes. started. You know. Yes. But I, 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 I really do. I want you to investigate okay. that dream again. Okay. And just make sure that that's that's, not that's what, it is. what it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because while, yes, you will finish at Penn State and we will celebrate and we will all be gleeful and, you know, all of the things, the day after your graduation and you wake up and you in the, I've had in the dream. <laughs> and you're in the 10th grade, you're like, well, now why am I here? Now I'm in the 10th grade. Yeah. Why did I regress? What's happening, right? <laughs> and I just, I know dreams are so important. Yeah. Those are our downloads, our messages from the creator, yes. you know, on how we should move and... I I can't recall the last reoccurring dream I've had because it's been so long and I I have made it good practice to address my dreams when I can remember them. Right now right. I'm in a place where I kind of wake up and they're fuzzy. Yes. But um I've made good practice to be like I'm having this dream. Let me sit in quiet, let me meditate. Yes. Let me write it down. Let me try to really decipher this this energy that's coming to me in my in my sleep. And I and I want you to do the same. Okay. Yeah, that was, it. that was it. That was it. I'm just looking out for my friend. Hey, listen to friend, friend, listeners. If you're having any reoccurring dreams or nightmares, and I hope they're not nightmares, but just you know, if you can give yourself that grace and take a beat and really try to understand what that dream is trying to tell you, what this download is, and and how is it going to serve you and and serve your trajectory of growth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's that's. Self love. 
right there. Absolutely. Practice, practice that self-love. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. So you have anything else? No, I did my watering shade. I don't have a sis be steadfast. We didn't have any women in that chapter, so um my water my water my it was uh water be steadfast <laughs> this, this week yeah water be steadfast water be steadfast all right so what about prediction predictions did i do my as i did it in the beginning okay so prediction yes perrin is king of the wolves i think he king of the wolves he, i think he is wolf brother not uh what's his name why do Elias. i want to say kyle i don't know why i want to say <laughs> kyle <laughs> he like <laughs> It gives me Kyle energy. I don't know. Uh, oh, Kyle Barker? You know, but I, <laughs> I was about to say, it must be Kyle Barker. <laughs> oh, my, you know, not but I'm, t- but I'm Tiz. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I think Perrin is, is king of the wolves. I think he is wolf brother. Aha, here's a new one. I might have mentioned this before, but I'm going to say it's new because I don't remember. Not only are the boys having the nightmares... But they are having the same nightmares at or around the same time. And I think at some point, they will all be in one dream at the same time. Kind of like Nightmare on Elm Street where they will uh, face Beals about because it's twice removed on his daddy's side. A.K.A. Okay. Freddy Krueger. A.K.A. Bales Amon. I'm writing this part down. I mean, this is written down. I can give you this. Okay, great. I'm going to stop writing. Okay. I, I feel like that's a lot to write. So... Here's a fun one. Here's okay. a here's a twist that I would thoroughly enjoy. Um, I think Rand chooses the dark side. I think Egwene, again, I, I didn't realize I said this before, but I think Egwene becomes Red Aja. And you the majority so. of the rest of the series is about how Egwene tries to save the world from Rand. And Nynaeve will have a huge hand in making that happen. Wow. I think Rand is the, uh, damn, what is this savior? Rejo- Re- Dra- Dragon Reborn. Dragon He's the reborn. dragon reborn, but it's not it's not going to fulfill the prophecy that everybody thinks it is. And he is going to go dark and he is going to wreak havoc on the world. Much like his um cousins. Um what's his cousins' names? I don't remember them. Um the ones that uh Beelzebub told him about in um, the dream. Um the one that's wreaking havoc on the world right now. Um dang, what is his name? Y'all know his name, listen to front friend listeners. We can have it on a world right now. Yeah. Logan? Logan. Okay. Logan. That's his name. Logan. Oh, they haven't mentioned Logan in a minute. Yeah. Uh, what else? I think Gelb is actually the sane one on the boat. I read this one. I believe that you everyone else that. Mm-hmm. is in the is is in the dark friend circle. And Gelb is the only one that realizes that something is up. Okay. Perrin and Egwene will meet Rand, Matt, and Tom before Nynaeve, Maureen, and Lan. And so you're saying that everybody gets together except Nynaeve, Maureen, and Lan. Yeah. We'll get to them last. Yeah. Okay. You have that written down? Yes. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot to write and down. And Perrin will have to save Matt and Ran from the captain and his crew by using his new friends, Le Wolves. Le Wolves. So <laughs> the, wolves. Wolves is, the Wolves are going to roll up onto yeah. the ship mm-hmm. and, and help They're going to get the munching and crunching. Munching and crunching. Mm-hmm. They're okay. going to smell darkness in them. They're going to smell trollics in their energy. Darkness. <laughs> um, we touched on this a little bit, but I have it written down here. There is some kind of pattern to Rand's moments of insanity. Okay. Um, so I said, I want to go back and look, but it's usually after he has a crazy dream where he directly makes some kind of contact or communication with Baal's mom. 
where he starts to act outside of himself. Mm. There's a pattern there. Okay. You know, like how the will weaves. A pattern. A pattern. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and my last prediction that I don't think, well, not think, I know for sure we're not going to ever find out, but <laughs> I think uh, Dapple and Narg would have been a great match. Aww. Yeah. Oh, Dapple and Narg. Yeah. Because Narg's smart. He's not like the other Trollocs. And Dapple leads a pack. Right. Right. They're two smart people in okay. their tribes. And Power I feel couple. like I feel like they would have been solid. That's hilarious. They could have brought some harmony to the wolves but and the wolves, Trollocs. Wolves hate Trollocs. I, and Romeo's family hated Juliet's family. <laughs> <laughs> so okay i got you <laughs> i'm just saying some harmony could have been restored there but we shall never know wow r.i.p narg forever and always a g hilarious all right Lois Simos. simos yes Lois simos. we did it with sound effects <laughs> yes congratulations congratulations hey. all right so tell us what you think about Kiva's predictions. I'm not going to sing it because I don't do it justice like she does. That's oh. a nine. That's the short version. Oh, snap. <laughs> I was waiting on it, too. I was waiting on it, too. That's a nine. <laughs> <laughs> so hit us up. Let us know what you think. Yeah. You know, it's, it, on Discord. You know, we have Discord channel. You know, yeah. and if you need to speak freely because you've already read the series, we have a spoiler chat for that as yeah, well. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> She's just mad because we talk about her in there. All the no. time. I don't like being talked about. That's all I'm going to say. Because <laughs> I can't see it. I'm blocked from the channel, so. Yeah, well, maybe like 25 years from now. Oh, gosh. I'm so sorry, y'all. I'm dropping everything. It's okay. And we're, I'm leaving it in. No, so. we're not editing that. <laughs> we're not editing that. Whoops. So, yeah, maybe 30 years from now when you finish the series. Oh, yes. You, you when can, I've got a full-on family and we'll grandchildren. We'll give you access to, the, right. to those parts of the Discord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have mercy. All right. So. Big ups. Big ups. All of that woman, them. Woo. So, we just want to. Give a shout out to a dope content creator. Yeah. Um, Bodhi. What's good? Hey. So check check out Bodhi and Just Somebody's Opinion YouTube channel. Yes. Uh I probably can't, but you should. You can if you've watched some of so so I've watched nothing. some of these shows. So some oh, of the shows oh. that are reviewed, the episodes that are reviewed, reactions and everything yeah. and reviews. We got uh Picard. We have uh, mm-hmm. RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, I'm down. I'm down, Bodhi. You watch RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes. May the best drag queen, best drag queen win. <laughs> yes. I'm getting ready to start All-Stars tonight. Oh, yes. Also, some Wheel of Time stuff. Uh, Demon Slayer. Um, yeah, it's a really nice little variety. That. Nice little. I'm sold on RuPaul. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So we'll definitely have the link to that in the uh, description box. Mm-hmm. Um, so check him out. And um, yeah, that's all the big ups I got this this week. All right. Well, you know, you and know. as always, shout out to our patrons that we uh, we noted earlier. Yes. You we, know, you thank know. y'all for keeping the bills paid. <laughs> y'all are our, li- our, our favorite listener, friend, friend listeners. Yes, we don't have yes, favorites, yes, yes. but you're our favorites. Yeah. Don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, happy birthday. Happy birthday to yeah. Hey, happy birthday to yeah. Hey. Happy birthday. Woo. Happy birthday. So, yes. May 19th. Yes. 
It's a very special day. Mm-hmm. It's the day we remember mm-hmm. one of one of my favorite ancestors. Ah, um, my El surrogate Haj, father, El Haj Malik Shabazz. Yes, um, y'all may know him as Malcolm X. Yes, 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 yes. Happy birthday, Malcolm X. Yeah, Oop. definitely. <laughs> <laughs> we're still learning now. We're still yeah, learning. We're still we're still, we're still but uh, yeah, yeah, yes, definitely, 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 special. and um, yeah, that's that's all I have. Other than next week. Oh, I'm making. (laughs) (laughs) Next week, we're going to have better control of the sound effects. Yeah. (laughs) And so tell me what you think. And I'm going to get my. Hold on to me. (laughs) That should make an extra noise for no reason. For the paper, right? (laughs) Get my paper ready because I want to know if she has any predictions about. So. Uh, okay. Next week, we mm-hmm. uh, chapter 25 is called The Traveling People. You have <laughs> any idea what that means? But I was born a traveling man. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have any idea which one of our Edmonds Fielders, I guess, which one of our, our groups, you know, our groups are separated. Uh-huh. Who is, who is this chapter? Who's going to be in this chapter? Which one of our groups well, is going to be in the well, Traveling it's, People it's group? the Traveling People. It's one of two groups, right? It's either Lam Warren and Nynaeve, which... They're three, they're three groups. No, two plausible groups. Okay. To me. Okay. Um, I don't think they would be referred to as Traveling People because they're solo people. It's there's three individuals. Well, who's solo people? Nynaeve, she's a solo person. Lan and Moraine are like, you know, we roll in the click, but right now we it's just us, right? I don't think they would be called traveling people. I'm I'm so they're elimination. I'm gonna do the process of elimination here. Okay. Um I don't think it's Ran and them because um they're still on the boat. Okay. And uh so that leaves us with uh, Perrin and Egwene and Elias Kyle. I don't know why I want to call why him you Kyle, call him so, Kyle? Bad, so bad. <laughs> Elias and the wolf friends that, who are traveling from the middle of nowhere to Camelin. All right. So we're going to... Chapter 25 is a Perrin, Egwene, Elias, and wolves chapter. Yes. Okay. <laughs> chapter 26 is called White Bridge. Uh, so that's back to Rand. Because they're going to the white. So everybody. Tower. Where are they going? Everybody the was going to White Bridge. Everybody's going to White Bridge. Everybody's trying to make their way to White Bridge because that's how you get to Camelin. Oh, okay. But Perrin and them was like, nah, we're not going to do that because we smart like Narg. Mm-hmm. We're going to go straight to Camelin. Right. And we're not going to stop in White Bridge because the Fae's are probably going to expect us to go to White Bridge. So All everybody's right. heading towards White Bridge. Mm-hmm. Um, but Perrin and them wanted to go to Camelin. So that's back to Rand. Unless, unless we finally get switched over to Nynaeve and Moiraine um, Mwar- and Lan to, to get an update of how they're traversing. Um, I think they would definitely be going to Whitebridge because that's the way she told them to go, right? Yeah, they're meeting, they're meeting in Whitebridge. Yeah, so I feel like, all right, so that's, that's Moiraine. I think Moiraine and them just went straight. Because they Mwar- got it. Not that they said, let's meet in Whitebridge. But in they order to... In order to get to Tarvalon, uh-huh. you got to get to Camelin. In order mm-hmm. to get to Camelin, you got to get to Whitebridge. Okay, so... So, so that yeah. was like the next logical... You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just the next logical city mm-hmm. after Berylon was Whitebridge. Right, so I think they went straight to Whitebridge just assuming that, again, because 
um, Matt and Rand have to go through, like everybody has to go through that way. Mm-hmm. Again, she sees where, where Perrin is. So, you know, that's one of three, right? She's not concerned about Egwene. So we're going to, so we're going to have a, we're going to be in the, you're saying we're going to be in the Moraine land, Nynaeve yeah. perspective? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not going to be in anybody else's perspective for Whitebridge. Well, it's been one perspective per, did I say that right? One person, oh, one perspective per chapter. So I don't, I don't know. Sometimes, no, sometimes so, we get no, to. There was, there was yeah. a point where they did like switch briefly to somebody else yeah, and they yeah, switched back. Yeah, just to back. see what's going to happen, yeah. Um, maybe, but I don't, how long, and remind me again, what did the captain say? How long it was going to take them? They ten were 10 days. days. They were 10 days outside of Whitebridge. If they kept their same pace, they would so get to Whitebridge in 10 not, days. They're not near Whitebridge yet. They're not near Whitebridge yet. It's only been like um, three, maybe four days or something like that. It had been four days when and, and Rand started bugging and Rand climbed up on the thing. Four. That was four days. Right. But so that was st- around a time, I don't remember now, when they saw that metal tower that they passed this metal mm-hmm. tower and that was the marker mm-hmm. that Doman used to say oh we're, we're, ten, ten, we're ten days, days more. from Whitebridge yeah so they've got a couple of more days on okay. sea here's what I think without uh, no seriously I can I can I know how to do this right okay. <laughs> here's what I think eliminating all future knowledge that I have I would imagine that since Rand and Tom and Matt are on a ship I would guess that they would make it first. They would make it to Whitebridge first. Everybody else As was on foot. As opposed to horse. Well, it's not like you're riding the horse fast the whole time. You gotta uh-huh. stop. You gotta sleep. They're not stopping. Mm-hmm. They sleep, but the boat keep moving. Mm. You know, that's just my that's my thought mm. that they would get there first. Now that doesn't mean that the chapter, you know, if they get there first, we could still be in like a naive perspective, and they show up mm-hmm. and the the boys and um tom are already there because mm-hmm, they got there first you know what i'm saying yeah. like, you know i don't know you know that doesn't say who's gonna be in a perspective but just pretending like i don't know what's gonna happen mm-hmm. I, just using what we know right now they on a ship mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i just feel like the ship will get to they just on the river going straight down the river mm-hmm. to get to white they're going they're gonna hit white bridge before anybody them. else gets to white bridge that's what i think because mm, okay, okay? everybody else is on foot and mm-hmm. horse but yeah Okay. Yeah, that's my. That's what I'm saying. Something is waiting for them at the bridge of white. <laughs> the bridge of white. The bridge of white. <laughs> Something is waiting for them. All right. It's a little too smooth of a ride right now. Okay. So that's next week. That's next week. So join us for twenty chapter twenty five and twenty six. We yes. getting through. We getting through this book, Makiba. We charge. We charge. We charging along. along. Right. <laughs> right. 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 So um, tell the people where they can find us. Oh. Hold on a second. Let us let the let the people know. I should know, but I'm gonna take a beat anyway. Of course, you can find us in all of the social medias. That's the Facebooks, the Instagrams, the Twitters. We even got a Snapchat and a TikTok. We don't put nothing we up there. We don't use it though. <laughs> we don't put nothing up. Don't look for us to have no cute reels or nothing like that. We don't, we we are women of a certain age. We don't know nothing about that. But the name is ours, and so we took it everywhere. And you know what that name is. What in color? Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> that is W-O-T. It's not Woot. If one more person comes up to me and be like, how's Woot in color? It's fisticuffs. Para mi y para ti. All right? <laughs> claro que sí. It is what? W-O-T-I-N-C-O-L-O-R. What in color? You know where else? You can listen to us 
and subscribe to us on all of the socials. I said the socials. Um, all the places where you listen to your podcast. That's Spotify, Apples, the YouTubes, the Googles, the Tunas, the Audibles, the blah blahs, the blah blahs, the woo-woos, all of the places. <laughs> if you if you got um Lawrence's app boop de woop from Insecure. Wow. Then please, we're there too. <laughs> Wait, we on Lawrence's app too? <laughs> we on Lawrence's app. <laughs> That's hilarious. We on whoop de what was it? Whoop de hoop? I whoop forgot. De whoop, I forgot. Whoop. Now you're going to make whoop, whoop. me it watch was Insecure whoop, whoop, or something. Over like again. Whoop, whoop, something. <laughs> I, I'm overdue. Definitely going to do, do that. Do a rewatch. <laughs> um, but what in color? And you can chat with us in the Discord. You know we love that Discord. By clicking the link tree in our bio or the description box below, I'm pointing downward as if you can see this, but trust me, it's there. <laughs> and if you have any questions, send them on over to whatincolor at gmail.com. We be checking that, we be replying, and we do be appreciating when y'all be sending in your emails to us. So send us some love in the emails too. Absolutely. Yes. So thank you so much for listening to Why and Color. Uh-huh. Remember to come in love and go in peace. Mm, just don't let Dapple run your ass over on the way out. Deuces. Deuces. Woo! <laughs> we did it, y'all. Lo hicimos. We did it, Joe.